The Curse and the Cure, Part 1 This episode is taken from Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 to 24. To every action there is a consequence. And here we see the immediate pronouncement God makes right after Adam and Eve eat of the forbidden fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. First, God looks at the serpent, the devil's agent, and curses it. It can be deduced from this passage of scripture that before the fall, the serpent most likely used to move around in an upright position, or could even possibly have legs. However, the serpent we see today moves largely in a slithering position on the ground, and we can see that this is in line with God's curse. The second curse God pronounces is on the woman. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. The woman will now suffer in childbearing, and childbearing will bring sorrow. Childbirth today is not a smooth process, and not one without its risks, both to mother and to child. Many today can testify how agonizing and excruciating the pain of childbearing is, and how many also have died in the process of giving birth. In biblical example, we see how Rachel struggled during the birth of her second son, and named him Ben-Oni before she passed away, which means son of my sorrow. This process of childbirth, with its pain and the danger it imposes to the mother, is actually the consequence of the original sin. Next, God pronounces curses on the man. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. Because of this transgression which Adam made, curses are meted out not only to the accused, but to the whole of creation, because Adam is the representative of mankind. It is as described in Romans chapter 8 that the whole earth groans and travails in pain because of sin. From here on, life will be full of toil and labour, for men will have to till the land in sweat, which will not bear fruit as easily as before, because there will be thorns and thistles that will now disturb the harvest. As the book of Ecclesiastes puts it, all things are full of labour. And finally, just as what God had won from the very start, the consequence of sin is death. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground, for out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Physical death is only one aspect where this body will decompose and return to the ground. But there is also spiritual death, whereby we are estranged and dead to the things concerning God. The soul after death 
will not die along with the physical body, but will find itself in hell, in eternal punishment and suffering. Why must sin be punished, and with such great severity? This passage reveals to us how wicked and heinous sin truly is in the sight of God, who is absolutely perfect, holy and just. What we may brush off as a small sin is actually worthy of eternal death and punishment. And this also shows to us how corrupted our sense of justice is. Before God, who is the judge, we are in no position to question his judgment, for he is the creator and the lawgiver. Dear friend, do you see that you are a sinner? The Bible says that all have sinned, and if we say that we have not sinned, we lie and do not the truth. We are all convicted criminals worthy to receive our just punishment from the perfect and the righteous judge. Fortunately, the story doesn't end here. God who pronounced this curse has at the same time pronounced the cure, which we will look into in the next episode. However, dear friend, before we move on, may you take time to reflect on our own sinfulness, for only then will we see how much we are in need of salvation.